What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Godly Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Clifford Tay, and thank you so much for tuning in on today's episode of the Godly Wisdom Podcast. If you are returning again, I just want to say thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, subscribing, rating the podcast, doing all that good stuff. I appreciate you. If you're watching for the first time, hey, welcome. Thank you. I don't take it for granted that you chose to stop by all the other podcasts in the world just to listen to this one. Um, I appreciate you. Um, Listen to it. If there's something that you love, then subscribe. Do all that good stuff that people do for podcasting and stuff like that. But basically, this is the Godly Wisdom Podcast. Here on this podcast, we encourage Christians to apply knowledge into their daily life. We, We teach on how to rightfully apply the knowledge that we know into our daily life because Wisdom is not wisdom until you know how to apply it. Um, and so knowing something, being knowledgeable does not mean that you're wise. Knowing how to apply it and consistently apply it um, is what makes you wise. And so um, that is what we need. That is what our generation need. I believe that that is what we all need. And wisdom is needed for every area of our lives. So why not? Why not this podcast? And so if you need some wisdom, if you need some knowledge, if you need help on how to apply the knowledge of God um, in your life, um, just subscribe, tune in on this podcast. But basically, that's that's what we do here, all right? And so I just want to say, again, thank you so much for tuning in. All right, now, as you can see or hear by today's topic, today we're talking about how to come to God after backsliding, how to come back to God after backsliding, because the truth of the matter is this. The body of Christ spends so much time putting fear in people that don't sin. We spent so much time putting fear in people. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That we don't spend enough time teaching people that if you find yourself in that place of sin, this is how to come back. And so I'm dedicating this episode to one, encourage you that you can come back to Christ, that it don't matter how bad the sin is, that he still loves you, that it don't matter how deep you fell. God still has a plan to get you up and out of there. And number two, to teach you how to get out. Because gone are the days where we depend on men and women of God to do something for us. We must grow. We must develop as God's people. And so before I even go on, I want to say this. I haven't been saying this for the first two episodes. Um, There's a way for you to send in a voice note into this podcast. So if you have any form of question, any topic that you want me to talk about, please click on the anchor link. There's a link in the bio, in descriptions of the YouTube video, in the show notes. Um, There's an anchor link that you guys can actually go there and send in your questions. You never know. Your question may be a whole episode because I want to make videos about things that you guys actually care about. I want to talk about things that you guys actually need. So please make sure you guys do that. Um, And I want to hear y'all. We we get to hear your voice in the episode. So make sure you guys do that. But as the custom for this podcast, every episode, we try to read a proverb from the Bible because the book of Proverbs is known as the book of wisdom. And so we try to read a proverb a day. And the reason why I do that is not necessarily just because, but I want to encourage you to read your word and at least read a proverb a day. It will transform your life. Amen. So the proverb for today is found in the book of Proverbs, chapter 14, verses 14. And I'll read it in the New King James, the Passion, and the Amplified for you for a better understanding. It says the back the backslider. Ooh, I cannot speak. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. It says the backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways. But a good man 
will be satisfied from above. That's what it says. Let's read it in the in in Passion Translation. Those who turn from the truth get what they deserve. But a good person receives a sweet reward. In other words, the truth is what is needed. The truth is what will keep you. The more we turn around, we tu- the, let me say it this way. The more we turn away from the truth as a generation, the more likely we are to backslide. So we cannot dilute the truth and the word of God and a gospel simply because we don't want people to be offended. What we're doing when we do that is that we're molding people to be great backsliders. The gospel is not always supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed to challenge you. And so what the Bible was telling us here is that the truth helps you. Don't turn away from the truth. Don't. Let's read it in the Amplified. I love what it says in the Amplified. It says, the backslider in heart will have his... Let me pause there. The backslider in heart. In other words, being a backslider is not who you are. Being a backslider is not your identity. Don't accept it. It is just a heart thing. All you have to do is to turn your heart. Switch from that heart posture and face the Lord. It is never too late. I want to encourage the one listening to me. Listen, that you're never too deep for God to dig you out. That no matter how deep the sin may have been, how bad the sin may have been, how bad you may have been backsliding, the Lord is still telling you, come to me, daughter. Come to me, son. Why? Because he's madly in love with you. He so loves you that the things that stink about you is not a surprise to him. He is ready to give you a heart right now if you will make the decision to turn around and go back to God. And that is what I'm here for, to help you. Some of you are probably listening and saying, bro, I don't know how. Some of you are probably listening and saying, listen, I keep saying that and I keep going back to God and I keep doing it. And I say I don't, I'm not going to do it and I keep doing it. Listen, it is never too late. And God always has one, one more room for you. We're not abusing grace, but there's always room for you to get it right. God will always make provision for you to get it right. And today is the day for you to accept that provision. So the scripture is literally telling us that a backslider in heart will have his feel with his own rotten ways. But a good man will be satisfied with his ways, the godly thought and action which his heart pursues and which he delights. In other words, the antidote to backsliding is godly thoughts and action. Oh boy, that's good to me. The antidote to backsliding is godly thoughts and godly action. And so if all you have been thinking about is on godly thoughts, it is a sign that you don't have more of the truth, more of the word in you. If you keep backsliding, it is a sign that you're listening to your friends more than you're listening to God. If you keep backsliding, it is a sign that you're listening to other music more than you're listening to gospel music. If you keep backsliding, it is a sign that you are listening to social media more than you're listening to the word of God. Whatever you listen to informs you. Whoever informs you, form you. So what is informing you? Who is informing you? Because you are a subtotal of the things you listen to and the things you watch and the people you listen to and the people you watch. So be careful. 
For those of y'all who like to watch everything, listen to everybody, go to everybody, be careful. <sighs> okay. Who are you listening to? So that's literally what the book of Proverbs says. Now today, I don't want to bore you. What I want to do today is I'm going to give you two scriptures. I already gave you the first scripture, Proverbs 14, 14. And we're going to look at the book of Proverbs chapter 15, verses 11 to 32. And this is a story about the parable of the lost son. And I want to read it for you. Then he said, a certain man had two sons. So keep in mind, a certain man had two sons. The younger, oh God, help me. There will always be two sons. That's good to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the body of Christ, there will always be two sons. You'll understand it later. There'll be the sons that will backslide. And there'll be the sons that will stay in the father's house. I have news for you. Just because you stay in the father's house does not mean you're any better than those who are backsliding. Because some of y'all are in the father's house and your attitude stink. I'm going ahead of myself. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. The reason why you can't spend all, the reason why you can't live your life anyhow, the reason why you can't afford to detach from the father is because there may be a famine that will come that you never expected. Life is full of storms and, and, and things that we don't plan for, that when you detach from God, you may not know how to survive. So in other words, you don't just start and get to that point where you just backslide. It starts from you wanting to do things your own way. The Bible tells you, tells you, meditate on his word day and night. But you want to do your own way. So instead of meditating on his word day and night, oh yeah, I'm too busy, I'm going to reschedule that. Your own way. Nobody end up in a place where they fall into sin. It don't just happen. It start off as you rescheduling your Bible study time with God. It start off as you saying, oh, I'm too tired to pray. It start off by you saying, oh, I'm a fast next week. It start off by you saying, I don't need a godly community right now. All of that, when you keep doing that, the enemy is grooming you to be a backslider. So the enemy don't just start and hit you with a huge sin, boom. It start with you rescheduling things you're supposed to do for God. Anyway, so the scripture says he journeyed, he left, prodigal living, verse 14. But when he spent all of it, there arose a severe famine in that land and he began to be in want. So that's what happens. When you detach from the father, you begin to be in want. You settle for everything. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Yo, he had a whole father who was in charge, but he joined himself to other people. Why? Because he was in want. Could it be that there's a reason why you are friends with the people you are friends with now? 
You may have joined yourself with a certain group, not because you need to be with them, but because you, you are in want. Some of us settle for whatever we settle for. We settle for the relationships we settle for. Why? Because we have detached from the father, the ultimate supplier. And today, my encouragement to you is return back to the ultimate supplier. He joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, another scripture said, another translation says that when he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have Servants have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger. Many of us are perishing with hunger when all we need to do is come to our senses and return to the Father. I will arise and go to my Father, he says, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against you. I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he came to himself. How you return back to the Father is when you come to yourself. So first, I want to address the backslider. I want to address the one listening to me. There are three groups of people I want to address. I want to speak for the perspective of the backslider, the perspective of the Father, and the perspective of the brother who was in the house where you get to hear about later. For the one listening to me, listen, stop settling for other things. Stop thinking that what is out there is better than what is in your Father's house. Stop thinking that what is out there is better than what God has already made provision for you. What is out there may look good, but it may not end good. Oh, boy. What is out there in the world may look good, but may not end good. I would rather stick with God for a season and become good than to receive good and not become good. Because God is not interested in giving you good things. Oh, boy. He's interested in letting you become a good thing. So that when he give you good things, it don't destroy you. He wants to give you good things. But what good is the good thing that the Lord would give you if you yourself are not good? And so what we're doing is that we're busy asking for all the blessings. The, the, the dude literally asked his father for every blessing and he left. What he thought would make him was the blessings. What he thought would make him was the things he had. Failing to see that having all those things without the father with you will end in pure craziness. And that may be some of y'all listening to me today. You did that. You, you took everything. You asked God to bless you, and after he blessed you, you forgot about him. But I want to encourage you to let you know that just as the prodigal son came to himself, the Bible said that he came to himself, he came to his senses. You don't need any spiritual thing for this. I need you to come to your senses. I know we don't like talking about this. I know the body of Christ don't like to talk, talk about this. That when somebody is in sin, we, we want to break every chain and break every chain. There's a time and place for that. Sometimes we don't need intercession. We need you to come to yourself. Sometimes you don't need the whole world to pray for you. Sometimes all you need to do is to literally come to your senses. Your senses work. Christians are the only people that get saved and remove their minds. But the Bible did not tell us to remove our mind. He said that be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind still works. Your senses still works. 
I know the Holy Spirit will do everything for you. I know God is there to help you, but your senses still work. Your mind still works. So come to your senses. Look around you. Look at your circumstances. Look at what you're being fed now. You deserve more than what you're receiving right now. Make the decision and say, Father, I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back to my first love. So he came to himself. And then he returned. When he returned, he apologized. He repented. He confessed his sin. The way you return back to the Father is by acknowledging that one, I have sinned. And say, Father, I repent. Literally today, make the decision to repent. Ask the Lord for forgiveness. The Bible says that the Lord that you and I serve, he's so faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins. The Lord is not waiting to use what you have done against you. People may use it against you, but he's waiting for you to confess it so he can love on you again. He never stopped loving you from the first place. But you can't see the the Lord's love for you when you're in sin. Your vision is blurred as a believer when you're in sin. When you're backsliding, you don't know what it means to receive the love of God. Oh, boy. And so that is what the backslider did. He returned to the father's house. The verse 20 says that, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. The father saw him. The father had compassion. The father ran. The father fell on his neck and kissed him. I want you to know this, that the God sees you coming. The reason why you can't give up on yourself is that he don't even want to give up on you. He sees you. I know it's hard. I know, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I know you keep falling into that same thing. But God wants me to tell you that he sees you. Don't give up. Keep coming. You don't even have to know how to make it all the way back. But as long as you make a decision to step into it, he will meet you. The Bible said that he saw him and had compassion on him. That is the same word that we use for mercy, that the Lord will have mercy on people. He, he is moved with compassion. The Bible said that we serve a high priest who understands our infirmities. That he literally want us to come to his throne boldly. Boldly. So the Lord is having compassion on you. And it says that, and he ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. That is a sign of his sacrificial love for you. The Lord still cares. The Lord still cares. The Lord is not up there as your father, as your earthly father, waiting to let you have it, waiting to destroy you. He is your heavenly father. He is full of agape love. He is full of love that does not judge. He's full of love that does not discriminate. God still cares. I literally don't know who I'm talking to, but I want you to know that God still cares. He's going the extra mile to meet you. It says, and the son said to him, father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, watch this, bring out the best robe, put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to marry. They began to throw a party. That is how important you are. That the very moment you decide today to make the decision to return back to God, God in heaven is ready to throw you a whole party. But I want to say this. 
When you do return back to God, please don't come back with the mindset that you are still in bondage. The son came and said, listen, I'll settle for everything. No. The father said, no, you're not. I'm throwing a whole party for you. That is how important you are. Don't think that after you backslide and you come back to God today, that you have to go all the way and work as a slave. No. Continue right where you left off. Continue right where you left off. Now, check this out. We are, we're about to speak from the perspective of the older son. It says, now his older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked them what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received, he, he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed a fatted calf. But the older one, he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I've been with you. I never tra transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat. Wow. You never gave me a young goat. That is like many of us. Now I want to shift a little bit to address the people, the older brothers in the room. Dear believers, I want to rewind a little bit. When you see somebody stumbling, catch them. Let us not watch people stumble and watch them fall. And when they fall, that is when we have everything to say. Why didn't you say something when they were stumbling? Because I genuinely believe that if the oldest son to the prodigal son the oldest brother to the prodigal son says something when he was stumbling, when he was thinking about gathering everything to leave. If he said, bro, don't leave, don't do that. All this would have not happened. So what a lot of us do as believers is that we watch other people stumble and we watch them fall. Learn to cut your other believers, your other brothers, your other sisters when you're stumbling instead of judging them. And the Bible said that he, the older brother, was angry because the party was not for him. You don't need a party, bro, because you're already in the house. You're already in the faith. Get over yourself. For those listening to me, listen, this is not about you. Everything about your walk is not about you. The only part that was about you was you accepting Jesus Christ. After you got saved, it was no longer about you. It was so that other people could be saved just like you. It was so that other people would come in the house just like you. So grow up and stop making this about you. Stop making this about you. You should be celebrating other people. As believers, we should be happy for other people that you're coming to Christ. We should not be comparing ourselves. Amen. And so this is what I want to do. I want to now let you know your triggers. For you to genuinely come back to God after your backsliding, when you come, please know your triggers. Your trigger is not your boyfriend. Your trigger is not your girlfriend. Your trigger is not your, your friends that is keep, keep pushing you to quote unquote commit in that sin. Your trigger is not people. Your trigger is the devil. Your ultimate enemy is not your friends. It's not your family. It's not every, anything else but the enemy. The enemy is your ultimate trigger. So please be aware, because when you're not aware, the Bible said, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. Jesus Christ looked at Peter and said, get thee behind me, Satan, because Peter was not the problem. It was a spirit that was controlling Peter that was the problem. So if you keep falling into that sin, whenever you hang with those friends, 
Obviously, apply wisdom and say, listen, I may not hang with y'all, but y'all are not my problem. It is something controlling y'all. That is my problem. You don't got to go to tell them that. But you have to have the wisdom to know that. Know what your triggers are. If your trigger is that same drink, stop drinking it. If your trigger is hanging with those people at that specific place, stop. You have to know what triggers you and be wise about it and guard your heart. The reason why it's important for you to know your triggers is because we want your heart to be protected. Please protect your heart at all costs. Because if not, you will set yourself up to say, God, I'm not going to do this no more. God, I'm not going to do this no more. And every time you say you're not going to do it, you'll find yourself right back in that place. So know your triggers. Number two, let prayer be your lifestyle. I talked about it in the last video, the last episode, that we need to return to the basics. Every time you backslide, it is a sign that you have left the basics. It is a sign that you have left the fundamental things you need as a believer. Prayer. Prayer is the lifeline of the believer. Prayer is a work, but prayer works. So please make sure that you return back to a lifestyle of prayer. Number three, fill yourself with things of God. Because there's nothing more deadly like availability. Availability is good because when, when you're available, you can serve God. When you're available, you can do the things of God. But at the same time, when you're available, you can fall into sin. So many times, sin is not the problem. Your availability is the problem. And not knowing what to do with your availability is the problem. So they all have the same availability. They all have the same availability. One of them chose to use his availability, availability to stay back. The rest chose to use the availability to go and fight on the battlefield. Because he was available, David was walking and he saw Bathsheba. Through his availability, he began to commit the great act. Use your av availability. What is going on today? I can't say availability. Use your availability to serve God. Use your availability to seek God. I cannot tell y'all how many times I stayed on course and I did not backslide simply because I was serving in God's house. So David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Thinking you don't need church and you can stay healthy in the faith is a joke from hell. And it's a joke and a lie from the God of this generation. You need the body of Christ. You may have not had some healthy body of Christ. You may have not had some healthy church. But listen, there are some healthy ones out there. Not perfect ones. Because the only perfect church is Jesus Christ. The only perfect one is Jesus Christ. So if you're looking for a perfect church, you may never find it. Because the church is full of sick people who need a doctor. And the ultimate doctor is God. Even the pastors are sick. The only way... The pastor can still lead you is because he has been in, a, in, a, in that same hospital for so long that he can recommend which rooms are better to sleep in. But we're all sick. So please know this, that to backslide, it is not your character. It is not your identity. You can get out of this. I want to pray with you. Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that anyone listening to me at the sound of my voice Anyone watching me today, oh God, who find themselves in a place of sin, I pray that you will uplift them from that dip 
you will uplift them from that pit of sin and raise them up in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit that you will strengthen them, that you will give them a supernatural ability to say no to sin and stick to it. Allow them, O oh God, to walk in the ways of the word of God. Thank you for my brother. Thank you for my sister. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, you can do it. You can live a righteous life. You can live a holy life. And so, um, yeah, that brings me to the end of today's video. Um, I pray that this has been beneficial to you. Make sure you guys do all that good stuff. Subscribe, um, rate the podcast, share it with your friends and family. Know that we're also on TikTok, we're on Instagram, um, we're everywhere. So tune in throughout the week. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying these podcasts so far. And um, I love you. Remember that our swear bridging the gap. This is still our season of order. And lastly, don't forget to be blessed, be yourself, and be happy. Peace.